Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Disloyal. Derek pulled his credit card out and looked expectantly at the barista. How much? Ah, don't worry, Jason said, nudging Derek out of the way. I've got this. He reached into his suit jacket and fumbled for his wallet, and grinned as he held up both his credit card and a little slip of cardboard. I'm after the free coffee. Derek shrugged. Eh, whatever. I've got a load of those loyalty cards. Seems like every blasted shop's offering one now. They took their coffees to a cramped window table and sat down. Jason poked at the mountain of whipped cream spilling over the rim of his mug and grimaced. I think there's a coffee under here somewhere. Eh, it's all just overpriced coffee-flavoured milk anyway. Who are we kidding? Derek took a sip. It was like a punch in the mouth with a sugar fist. Gotta feed the habit, though, he said, wiping his lips on a napkin. On a whim, he took his wallet out again and shook it allowing the loyalty cards to shower down onto the table. Look at this. Café Italia, Starbucks, Coaster, Applebee's, Mousetrap, Brock Lane Coffee, Hernando's. He flicked through them, counting under his breath. Ten, and not a single one of them is full yet. All they do is make my wallet heavy. Yeah, check this out, Jason said, and pulled out his much slimmer leather fold. With a magician's flourish, he withdrew a single piece of cardboard, the one he'd paid with, and laid it on the table. It was the right size and shape, five little holes punched out of its bottom edge with space for one more, but where the logo of a coffee shop should be, there were only two words in serif font. Disloyalty card. Derek picked it up and turned it over, but the other side was completely blank. This is like cardstock, he said, weighing it in his hand. My business cards aren't this thick. It's neat, isn't it? Jason smirked and sipped at his coffee, the cream leaving a gross little moustache on his upper lip. And check out the holes. They're all different. Derek peered more closely at the card. Sure enough, two of them were little hearts, two were a star, and one was a tiny letter M, or possibly a W, or a stylized number three. Who could tell these days? He passed it back to Jason. How does it work, then? Jason grinned. Right, well, there I am, walking back through the park the other night. Derek rolled his eyes. Not this again. I don't want your life story, Jace. No, 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 this is good, Jason said, and settled more comfortably into his stool. Right, so, I'm walking home through the park, and it's late, like midnight. The moon's out, and it's sort of light enough to see by, and I've had a couple of drinks, you know, just enough that I still know what's going on. So you were drunk, Derek said. Ugh, what's this got to do with anything? I'm getting to it. So, I'm absolutely gagging for a coffee. Just the thing right then. And I probably mumbled something like, God, I'd give anything for a coffee. And then this old man walks out of the darkness. Big grey beard, rough clothes, like a tramp. And a little hat, like a chimney, but bent. Old-fashioned like. Jason paused and took another sip and pulled a face. Nearly cold already. Stupid whipped cream. Right, so, this guy says to me, Jason, would you really do anything for a coffee? Hang on, Derek said. He called you Jason. 
but I thought you said he was a stranger. Oh, yeah, Jason said. Huh, maybe I told him my name. Anyway, whatever. He gives me this card and tells me it's like a loyalty card, except that it's accepted anywhere, and that instead of the last coffee being free, the first one is. And it automatically renews, apparently. So I took it, and I think I was probably like, whatever. Wow. Cool story, Derek said, smirking. He tapped a finger on the card, still laying between them on the table. So, did you get your free coffee? Sure did, Jason said. First place I handed it in. Got a free coffee. They didn't even blink. They had their own loyalty cards, but no, they took mine, just like any other. Huh. Derek picked the card up again. There was no doubting it was a thing of beauty. Its surface seemed to glisten slightly in the ambient light, and it felt like it was faintly warm. So, your next one's the last one. How are you going to get a new card? I don't know. Jason grinned and swept the card off the table. Let's find out. He bounced up to the bar and started talking to the black-shirted young lady at the till. As Derek sipped at his rapidly cooling coffee, he watched the transaction with an interest that quickly turned to mirth as Jason came back. She just damn well took it and tore it in half. Didn't even blink. He scowled and plonked his bottle of water down onto the table. Now what the hell am I supposed to... He broke off suddenly, eyes bulging mid-rant, then clutched at his chest. Jace? Derek sat up suddenly as Jason's face reddened and sweat beaded on his brow. Jason? Jason, what the hell, man? Are you okay? The other man shook his head, now clawing at his red silk tie. His hands crept higher, and he opened his mouth, breath coming out in little pants. A hoarseness started rattling at the back of his throat. It grew more intense, and Derek was dimly aware that all activity in the shop had stopped, that everyone was staring. He looked around frantically. Call an ambulance, he shouted, already grappling with Jason's tie. He's choking! As if to punctuate Derek's shout, Jason gave one immense hacking cough, and something white popped out of his mouth to land on the table. Derek looked down at it. In a puddle of saliva, glistening, sat a fresh card, the words Disloyalty Card 2 neatly stamped into the middle of it. Wordlessly, Jason reached out a shaking hand and picked it up, eyes wide. What the hell? A wet sound, something akin to a mouldy watermelon being pulled open, made them both turn. Taller than either of them, a rip had opened in the middle of the coffee shop through which could be seen a confusing tangle of colours and shapes that writhed and danced on the edge of madness. A foul smell emanated from it, rotting meat and something that Derek had only smelled once before at a hospital bedside. He backed away. What the hell is that? he shouted. Several of the other patrons looked over, and one of the baristas came around the end of the bar, walking straight through the apparition. Sir, is everything okay? the barista asked. You can't see that thing? Frozen in place, Derek could only watch as an old man stepped out of the miasma. His beard was huge and grey, bits of twig and crumbs of food poking out of it, and atop his head sat a bent stovepipe hat. Yellow skin showed through where his clothes were torn, and he grinned, displaying black teeth. Hello again, Jason, the man said. Jason was pale and cowering behind his chair. Who, what do you want? 
Now, now, the man said, waggling a bony finger. No need for feigning ignorance. I'm just here to get my dues, like we agreed. You're the man from the park. I didn't promise you anything. You offered me free coffee. You said you'd give anything, and I accepted. Your soul, that is, the devil said, for suddenly Derek was sure it was him. But, Jason took a breath, levering himself upright. We never agreed on terms. Where's your binding contract? Gentleman's agreement, the devil said. Then a smile crept over his face, like an oil slick over a lake. But, let's say we give you the benefit of the doubt, hmm? Jason nodded, and Derek saw some of the bravado come back into his manner. Sounds like we might be able to work something out. If you call my PA, we can set up a meeting. I think not, the devil said, reaching into the pocket of his stained trousers. He drew out a little metal tool and clicked it twice, testing it. It was a shaped punch, like the ones that Derek had seen in so many coffee shops. He grinned. I'll just take a little piece this time, he said, and moved. Beyond fast, impossible to react to, he was in front of Jason, and then his hand was driving into Jason's chest, driving through it. Jason screamed and stumbled backwards, but as he did so, the devil yanked something out of Jason's chest, holding it tightly in his fist. It was a thin and silvery something, like an outline made of glistening thread in the shape of Jason's body, and it was hanging loosely, unresisting. The devil hummed a little snatch of a tune as he brought the punch around and snapped it closed over the silvery outline, letting go of it a moment later. It flew back into Jason's chest. Stowing the punch in his pocket, the devil gave a little wave. That's one, he said, grinning. Ah, the things you don't realise you'll miss until they're gone. I'll see you when you filled the card again, Jason lad. And with that, he stepped back through the portal. It closed behind him with a faint sucking sound. Slowly, the bustle of the coffee shop crept back in as Derek and Jason stood, wide-eyed, staring at each other. Jason was the first to speak. What? What, what, what was that? Heck if I know, Derek said, shakily sitting down. What did he do with your whatever that silvery thing was? And what did he mean, the things you don't realise you'll miss? Jason shook his head. I don't know, but... Oh, God, I suddenly really need a coffee. Panic crossed his face, and he pointed to Derek's cup. There's coffee in that? Sure, Derek said, but it'll be cold. I don't care, Jason said, grabbing it. He took a huge gulp, and Derek watched the look on his face go from panic to consternation, and back to panic. Jason slowly lowered the cup onto the table, the full horror finally dawning on him. I can't taste it, he whispered. I can't taste the coffee. That was what he took. I would like to collaborate with you. If you've got a story you'd like to hear on Pocket Fiction, get in touch with me at stevecookfiction.com. 